Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for June 30th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is indeed our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the great peaceful solutions we still have at our fingertips? And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth welcome to the broadcast wow it's already thursday right man people are kind of bailing out early too for the fourth of july weekend it's going to be a long one fourth of july on monday june 30th now people are kind of bailing early people are taking off friday and saturday and sunday and monday and probably half a tuesday as well for many of you welcome to the broadcast and what a celebration we've got going on right a quick recap of Wednesday's show makes sense first. We talked to our guest, Dr. Murray Saverin. And Dr. Murray Saverin uh, is just a great guy. Um, he started out as the immigrant son of Holocaust survivors, folks. In 1949, came to America. Um, then he became an American libertarian icon over time, just studying a professor and a whole lot more. And so Saverin understands and communicates how libertarianism can save America. You want to learn more? MurraySabrin.com is his website. Just tremendous stuff. And we talked about election fraud first and how problematic that is for the country and how real it really is. We talked about Fortune Magazine publishes a Murray Sabrin's forecast on the next bust. Look, bad times are coming, say a lot of the experts. But understand that inflation, recession, and the Federal Reserve, Dr. Murray Sabrin, he literally wrote the book. Actually, he wrote two books, believe it or not, on the Fed's direct responsibility for instigating, listen, both inflation and recession. Yeah, they instigate all this stuff, folks. They fleece the American people over and over. Right now, out of control inflation, hidden tax, destroying wealth for families across America. Now, we also talked about the supply chain disruptions, including baby formula. We talked about navigating the boom slash bust cycle. And um, he, uh, Murray Sabrin, created an entrepreneurial survival guide as well for small business. Anyway, we discussed has World War III started? Is the Russia-Ukraine war the, quote, flashpoint? A war we've never declared, but we seem to put all kinds of money and troops and everything else towards is secession domestically a real possibility. Sadly, we believe the United States will break up into pieces. America, the next 70 years, it's a video that, that Mr. Sabrin put together at the Sabrin Center for Free Enterprise, highlighting what's going to happen to America in the next 70 years. He's predicting, look, we break up into pieces. Culturally, we're just not the same. We're creating enclaves. And I mentioned that financially, we owe debt to certain debtor nations, so to speak. 
and those nations might claim their portion of America, dividing us over debt fault lines, so to speak. We talked about gun control. The Second Amendment's the libertarian answer. We talked about immigration, how to end the invasion. Mr. Saban says, how about a proposal from an immigrant? He says when he came, what they had was sponsorships to where they wouldn't end up on the dole, end up on the taxpayer's uh, expense. And when you come with a sponsor, things can go really well in America. Amen. We need to shut the illegal door, folks, and open a legal, proper way for the right people to come to America. That's what we need to do. But the Republicans and Democrats are stuck on stupid, and we're not going to get that done anytime soon, are we? We talked about abortion. Pro-life is the libertarian answer. That was our one Liberty Roundtable Live. Hour two. We talked about Howard Stern voices his displeasure with the Supreme Court choosing to overturn Roe versus Wade. He says, I'm actually going to probably have to run for president. Stern, 68, told listeners, that's according to the Hill magazine, Howard Stern's a nutcase shock jock. The guy's insane. The guy's perverted. Stern's not a fan of the electoral college system. He says, I'm going to do the very simple thing that'll set the country straight. One vote, one person. No electoral college. I'm getting rid of it, he promises. What? I thought when you became president of the United States, you swear an oath to the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. That means you support the electoral college by your swearing in of oath. But yet you're going to get rid of it? How do you get those things that, well, by law, you have to swear to uphold there? Howard, how do you get that done, bro? The answer is you don't. If you're honest with yourself, you keep your oath of office. You understand the founding father-esque check and balance. Now, if you want to go ahead and talk about properly changing the law in America, that's fine. But you don't do it just by a man, a president, a single individual saying, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to get rid of it. It's gone. That isn't the way the Constitution works. Remember, my friend, there's checks and balances, bro. Don't you know that? If you don't know that, you ought not run for president. And if you do know, know that, shame on you, right? You can't have it both ways now. This is America. This is where checks and balances and the rule of law reigns, not your democracy agenda where you go demon crazy. Right? That's not the way it works. The fox is not in charge of the hen house, Howard. The American people need to use their authority and create check and balance to your belligerents. The electric college is part of the checks and balances that make America great. Don't you know that, my friend? We don't have a democracy in America. Don't you know that, sir? We have a constitutional republic. Got it? Good. We talked about this Michael Stinger guy. Michael Stinger. He was the United States Senate Sergeant at Arms who oversaw the January 6th event. He resigned the next day. He was just found dead. Yeah, he resigned from his duty of Sergeant at Arms a day after 20. Or January 6, 2021. Why would he resign from his duties? Well, we get a little bit of insight because he testified. During a February 2021 hearing with the Senate Homeland Security Committee, Mr. Stinger called for the investigation of the role of, quote, professional agitators during the incursion. Yeah, he said, we need to dig into the finances, the funding, and the travel of these professional agitators, he testified. 
Now the attack seems to be singularly on the Donald. And this gentleman winds up dead. Do you find that to be a coincidence, folks? I certainly, for one, do not find that to be a coincidence at all. Uh, It is scary. It is eerie. It is concerning. There's no doubt about it. But are we going to even dig into this guy's death? How come no one's talking about it but the Blaze and me and a very few number of people? Did you know Michael Stenger? The sergeant-at-arms, the guy that resigned the day after January 6th, is already dead? And he wanted us to look into these professional agitators. Well, we've been talking about professional agitators agitating, what was it, last summer? Literally all summer long, creating chaz and a whole lot more, right? We've documented this. So is Revolver Magazine. Now this guy says that, now he's dead and no one's talking about it, huh? Where's your congressman and senator to keep an eye on this ball, huh? Where are the Republicans in this, quote, theater-style hearings? On, um, what do you want to call it, reality TV, but it's not reality, it's fiction? Fiction TV hearings? And, and now the Republicans are like, oh, it's bad, it's bogus, we're not testifying. Why don't they start bringing this stuff up? Why don't the Republicans put on their own primetime TV show that says, hey, what about this Michael Stinger guy? He's dead. Who's going to look into his death? What about Ray Epps and many others who literally breached the Capitol? We have it on video, documented until the cows come home by Revolver Magazine and many others. But yet, hey, no accountability. What's up with that? Wow. All right, we talked to Dennis Levitt, president of UnitedWePledge.org, and we talked about celebrating our freedom, family, and faith. United We Pledge is a private, nonprofit, nonpartisan, non-denominational foundation established to celebrate our traditional values. United We Pledge has a goal for the Liberty Village in Hurricane, Utah, to restore patriotism and faith through educational programs to the youth. It's going to be an incredible uh, new uh, building. I will be at the groundbreaking on Saturday in Hurricane, Utah for that. All right, that's a recap of the broadcast that took place just yesterday. Now, there's an independent investigative journalist. Her name is Julie Kelly. And Julie Kelly, as an independent journalist, has reported extensively on January 6th, okay? And she pointed to testimony on um, Thursday night a couple of weeks ago that omitted evidence regarding Ray Apps. The figures seen in many videos literally orchestrating the breach of the Capitol. Nevertheless, he's never been indicted by the Justice Department. What's up with that? The January 6th committee claiming the Proud Boys group was part of a, quote, grand conspiracy directed by Donald Trump, right? That's the focus. Feature the testimony of Capitol Police Officer Caroline Edwards. Um, And Edwards mentioned a video showing a Pennsylvania man, Ryan Sansel, whispering in the ear of this Proud Boys member, but they don't tie Ray up to the real perpetrators to this at all. Why? Good for Julie Kelly bringing this up. Hard-hitting talk in seconds continues. 
Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for your Honest Money Update. That means Brian Rust, Rust going to get that comms with me. It also means, what do you got? Kelly Finnegan, senior master chemist, joins us on air. And as far as I understand, welcome to an extended 4th of July weekend. We're starting early broadcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, Kelly, you're the master chemist. We're not allowed to have fireworks, man. We might burn the whole world down. Uh, but you're saying you can just make us some special ones, right? Well, I have, but <laughs> I don't want to get into that habit because uh, they, they track about everything. But you can you can find stuff at the store to make things. You know, you can. Yeah, that's not hard. Guys just like to blow stuff up, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I was never one of those, luckily. All right. Well, there you go. I bring that up though because they seem to want to be blowing up the economy. I'll tell you that right now. And um, it's a 4th of July fireworks that really is stripping most Americans of their wealth. Where's gold looking, Brian? Uh, gold this morning, uh, paper price is eighteen twenty four fifty. Okay. eighteen twenty four fifty. Yep. Uh, what about silver? Silver is $20.71. and seventy one cents. Uh, okay, that's all down just a little bit, right? Well, it's up fifty cents on silver per from last week. Um, I believe was that right? Or no, no, it is down actually. It's down a dollar. Down, I think just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's down a dollar. My bad. Yep. So what do you think of that, Kelly? 
Um, well, I, I look at silver as an industrial metal. You know, it's it's more related to copper than gold than it used to be. Well, and that's really just due to manipulation, right? Well, and the industrial stuff. I mean, we're not using the. Uh, uh, I mean, palladium's way down. Palladium's down, getting close to gold now, which tells you they're not going to be. They're not building as many cars as they used to, so they don't need the catalytic converters. So we're seeing a lot of the metals for the uses for industry that are going away, but the metals that are used to protect wealth are, are standing, standing strong. Brian, put that all in modern day terms for me. Then, if you're saying, "Hey, these metals, um, you know, a lot of times becoming industrial metals." Now we see kind of a boom and bust based on whatever we do. So we got to be environmentally friendly. So we put these little devices in our cars, catalytic converters, and, hey, they're going to go ahead and save the world supposedly. But yet, hey, it takes these unique metals to make them. Now because of the cocoa and the environmental concerns, we're not really making as many vehicles. We don't need that much, you know, uh, conversion for uh, what do you, uh, environmentally friendly, I don't know what you want to say, emissions or whatever. What does all this mean in a day-to-day world for me and you? Well, it's, basically, it's you know you look at you know supply demand kind of thing or what's driving. Well, if the, if we don't need X amount, then we seem to you know that metal or whatever. There's not a, a, a much use for it, so that drops in in price. I think you know uh, the um, uh, ultimate insurance against wealth protection. What's that? Is that gold? I think that's gold, isn't it? That's kind of what we said forever. Physical gold is important, and and uh, as a result of that, everything else seems to be you know imploding we got everything dropping and central banks are pulling their hair out thinking well what's going on well they just roll the dice and hope they can figure things out and and that's you know the wealth over the last number of years has been great because they can just you know people's stock markets increased over the last what since uh you know they've they've done tremendous amounts and just keep pumping money out there and keep pumping money out there and no now we're starting to see the other side of it they're looking and and going, oh wow, what's going on? Well, if they roll the dice, they don't have a clue. But, but it's affecting the people, and 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 that effect is having great, you know, we're we're seeing great effects. I mean, prices of, you know, and are are at the gas pump or food. Food. I mean, you go to the shelves and there's nothing there, and and if it if there is something there, it's increased by X amount, and and uh, they just, I mean, we're really seeing this this. Uh, um, wealth kind of thing that it was everything was eat, drink, and be merry. Everything's great. We've made tons of money. I mean, shoot, my stock market prices have increased immensely, and doesn't matter what I put my money into, it's going up. And well, now we're we're kind of on a scary note of well, where are we going to put our money? Because you know, the central banks are out there just they've kind of killed us. Instead of supply demand. All right, this is an interesting quote from Norm France, and this is directed to Kelly specifically here. Gold is the money of kings. Silver is the money of gentlemen. Barter is the money of peasants. Um, but they say debt is the money of slaves. Amen to that reality check. Is that where we are, Kelly? Yeah. I mean, J.P. Morgan first said it. He just said gold gold is money and everything else is debt. And, uh, and yeah, that's where we're at. But really i mean the poorer people buy silver because it's affordable and so when things start getting bad that's going to be the first thing that gets sold um you know and and when when push comes to shove the fed's going to protect the stock market over inflation you know they're going to 
they're going to protect the people that are the political donors rather than the, the people. So it looks like they're trying to do something about inflation right now. But, you know, and, and once, once the stock market falls so much, they'll, they'll reverse course. I got a, I got a great quote from uh, um, is Warren Buffett's dad. He said in 1948, he says, I warn you that politicians of both political parties will oppose the restoration of gold, although they may outwardly seemly, seem, seemingly favor it. Unless you are willing to surrender your children and your country to galloping inflation, war and slavery, then this cause demands your support. For if human liberty is to survive in America, we must win the battle to restore honest money. Now, that last line to me really is the important part there. If we're going to have liberty in America, we must restore honest money. Brian. Yeah, you've been preaching that all along, Sam. I mean, you've talked about honest money and honest money and honest money, and it falls upon deaf ears. I mean, no, nobody, you've been willing to say, hey, let's have some debates here. I'll be glad to debate with anybody. Let's, let's do this. And, and it seems it falls on deaf ears because they don't want to hear it. Yeah, then they're just like, you don't have a degree in finance, do you, Sam? You don't really know what you're talking about, do <laughs> you, right. Sam? And my response That's is, come right. on, let's debate. There's an article in the New York Times that I think relates to this very, very debate. This is fascinating. I thought I'd bring it up to you, gentlemen, because it really highlights what I say and why I'm willing to debate these guys. Headline says this, quote, inflation forces central bankers to ponder a global new normal think about that for a minute yeah yeah inflation forces central bankers to ponder a global new normal this is in the new york times right now they say the federal reserve chair jerome powell and his quote counterparts um in the what do they call this thing um in the European Union, I guess, they're talking about his counterparts. So this is a global discussion. I'm hesitating because they say, hey, three of the world's top bankers set out a grim prediction on Wednesday. The forces that weighed down inflation for decades before the onset of the pandemic may never return. Forcing policymakers to keep up efforts to quote cool down their economies in a bid to get rap in a bid to get rap, rapid price increases back under control. Yeah, we got a bunch of different forces now at work that we have not seen before, Jerome Powell said on Wednesday. Now he was speaking on a global panel alongside the heads of the quote European bank head. And the Bank of England. He said, what we don't know is whether we'll go back to something that looks more like what we've seen. Or whether it'll be something new. We think it'll be kind of a blend. These people are on the global stage talking about the economy of the United States. Um, and literally blatantly saying they don't really have a clue. We're in uncharted waters. Brian, then Kelly. Well, that's exactly what I'm kind of talking about a little bit is these, you know, these central banks, they never seen anything, any of this coming. They just kind of, you know, hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to, uh, 
run this market up. Everybody's going to make money, make money regardless. They create these own their own uh, system and kind of run with it, but then they have no accountability when it starts to fall apart because things start happening and uh, they're not prepared. So then we see a, a crash. But, but, you know, in order to offset that crash, we were printing money and, hey, take all this free money. We'll help you out. Rely on us to uh, save the world. Well, good luck. They say even so, officials around the world can't wait for shortages to clear up anymore. They've got to take action. Yeah. Central bankers around the world are raising interest rates to be more in line with limited supply of goods and services. We'll talk about it in seconds. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Two men are facing smuggling charges resulting in deaths of 53 people in San Antonio's Texas heat. 45-year-old Homero Zamorano Jr. and 28-year-old Christian Martinez will face a jury. Lawlessness continues to rule the streets in New York City overnight. A 20-year-old woman pushing a stroller with a three-month-old baby had her life taken away in the Upper East Side. NYPD Commissioner Keechan Sewell. Immediately after the shooting, the suspect fled the scene on foot, heading eastbound on East 95th Street. He is described as a male who was last seen wearing a hooded sweatshirt, sweatpants, and black pants, all black. At this time, there are no arrests, and I am urging anyone who has information that can help us with this investigation to please call us at 1-800-577-TIPS. This is USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas' wife, Jenny Thomas, will not testify to the January 6th committee. Her lawyers say they do not have a sufficient basis to demand her testimony because the documents the committee has obtained do not show any wrongdoing. Her lawyer also claimed a bias in the January 6th committee would be anything but fair. The feds are leveling child labor laws against Jersey Mike Subway sandwiches. The U.S. Department of Labor is finishing up an investigation into several Jersey Mike Subs locations. Authorities found the sandwich chain broke child labor laws by allowing 14- and 15-year-olds to work past 7 p.m. on school days and more than three hours on school days. The shops also neglected to keep proof-of-age documents on file. In total, Jersey Mike's is paying nearly $25,000 for violating civil liberties. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, 
I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. This is fascinating in my opinion. This idea that you've got the New York Times, one of the biggest newspapers in the world, a liberal rag, right? And they read a headline that says, Inflation forces central bankers to ponder a global new normal. New York Times. And then in that article, literally you've got Jerome Powell, the head of the Fed in America, or the United States, literally saying, hey, this is uncharted territory, man. We don't know what it's going to look like going forward. Uh, we may be forced to raise interest rates faster and faster, but yet the problem is that'll choke us into a recession. Can they handle that balance? They want you to believe they can. He says, we'll steer ourselves out of this. We got this. But these are the guys that said that inflation was transitory. Now it's permanent. Now they're literally saying forces are kind of beyond our control that are forcing us to respond to this. Wait a minute now. So it's not transient. Now it's permanent. And now you don't really have the tools to fight it. You're blatantly admitting on the global international stage, Brian. Is that what we're going to talk about? If we're going to debate these people, these are the things that I'd bring up. How do you explain yourself on that? You're in uncharted territory. You don't know. And you're being forced to take action on a global international stage because it's beyond your control. Is that what you're telling me? And then I say we need to return to honest money to stop your belligerence and your ignorance. And you go, you don't know what you're talking about. Brian, go ahead. What what the heck are well, they saying to me? Well, that's exactly right. That, that's exactly right. You, you know, you look at uh, what I heard this uh, saying, a rotten, a rotten and dead infested system can only end in calamity. And that's kind of where we've been going forever, this this uh, uh, system that's in place. And, uh, you know, which obviously it's not – um, supply demand or just basics of economics we're seeing everything that they've been able to manipulate and control and do this and then they have no answers for the fact that people are saying well hey I, i'm starving here you're taking this my gas prices are going up you're hitting me with all kinds of things well what's your answers oh we got no answers just ride the storm okay well that, how good that could have worked you know the rich rich obviously they can withstand the storm but uh you know the average citizen out there who who now have been hit with uh higher uh, prices on everything and uh you know and they're and, and you know their job or they're not getting more on in income and it's it's just starting to affect people on a big and a huge market and that's where i think is the people band together and start looking at it we've been preaching we sam you've been on how long you've been doing this i mean and and that's the factor you know it's you know we just kind of ride behind our blinders and and just move day to day but this is what's happening and they're throwing us under the bus and we're thinking well what we should, I guess, been preparing long, long before now. Kelly, do you want to chime in? On one hand, they say, I don't know what I'm talking about. They mock me. But yet at the same time, these people go on the global stage and literally tell you they don't know what they're doing. Well, they get up there and they, they look at this like it's a game, like they're playing Risk or something. And, and Jerome Powell is not an economist. I don't think most people know his degree is in political science. So he doesn't even know what's going on. He's just looking at the political ramifications of things. He has no idea what he's supposed to do. He's got all these other people that supposedly know what they're doing that have only ever been in academia, never been in the real world, never had to make a payroll or anything, and they're making these decisions and have no idea. And their their form of leadership is looking in the rearview mirror. 
you know, and, and ever since the Federal Reserve got started, it's just favored a certain class of people, certain number of people. And uh, we've actually been worse off with the Federal Reserve that was supposed to stop recessions. But, you know, what, what, what can you do other than prepare yourself? Well, and I think that last couple of words uh, Kelly said really is the key, Brian. You know, you got to kind of take care of yourself here. And they can blame that, you know, claim that we don't know what we're talking about. They can say whatever they want to. But what they can't do is stop you and I from educating ourselves and then slowly preparing individually and as families. That's on a small enough scale, and we still have enough liberty left to make the right moves, regardless of the propaganda, Brian. It's exactly right. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's just sad. I mean, we, you know, I think they, I, I realistically, I, I look at, uh, as our our government here, and and I think you know their push, and and still I guess continues to push, is the fact of just rely on us. We know what we're doing. You do you rely on us. But if we look at history, and you look at other countries, I mean, how well has it been for them to rely on their government? That you know they've locked down their their uh, amount amount of money that they can they can pull out. Is that going to be us? Are we going to be standing in that long line, which we thought we never would be? Because we're relying on the government, it's are taking us back to a time where, if you if you want bread, get in this line here, and, you know, and this line your bank, get a little money here, get in that line. I mean, they they they're they're kind of pushing us to these, you know, to that agenda, and uh, completely just you know, well, I look at Venezuela. I mean, third richest country in the world, and where how are they doing? Or I mean, y'all, you just look at history, but. But our younger generation, they wanted to tear down history. They just want to riot in the streets, tear this down. We don't, you know, we're not, let's protest this, da, 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 da. So education, obviously, is important. And and I think we've been, as we rely on the government to give us free handouts, and they're going to take care of us. How well is it looking at, at the moment? How's our Social Security for these people that only have a little bit of money as it is? Is that, is that going to be still there for them? I don't know. So you look at this kind of thing. Well, and they've claimed forever, Kelly, that these systems, Social Security and other, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna reach the demise by twenty thirty or I can't remember the exact years. It slightly changes over time or whatever. But are we gonna be in a situation where they just flat out renege? And are we gonna have a massive, massive, uh, what do you want to call it, elder gen, elder gen, or older generation or whatever, where they just simply don't have what they've been promised? When's that gonna happen? You think? Because that'll be the unwinding, well, right? I remember once Alan Greenspan was testifying, and the guy next to him looked at him with his mouth open, and Alan Greenspan said, I can make any Social Security payment that you want me to. I can pay as much as you want me to. I just can't guarantee what those dollars will be worth. So, yeah, I can give you as many. I can give everybody a million dollars, but what's a million dollars going to be worth? $5,000 in today's money? So, yeah, they can continue to do this. The guys that print the... The currency they can make that whatever they can do whatever they want it's just not going to be worth anything on this on the world stage well what they need to do is just give sam and his buddies a couple of million dollars each not everybody else that way my money lasts you see brian <laughs> That's see, exactly these are the kind right. of things in a debate with these people i'd bring up you know if you can just pick winners and losers make sure that i'm a winner okay and if you well, can't quick, pick quick. winners and losers what does your meddling do kelly well, you know, they were pushing for this $15 an hour minimum wage, and now the economy's gotten so bad. Now they want $20. Well, give them $50. Make it $100. Who cares? 
You know, the, the minimum wage in Denmark and Sweden is zero. There is no minimum wage because it doesn't matter. It's going to, the, the market's going to determine what people are worth. And, and that's what we have to look at is what, what am I worth? What, what skills that I have, what are they worth on the open market? And if I don't have any skills, then I'm going to get whatever I can get. All right, Brian, you want to chime in on this? So well, he's exactly right. I mean, it's you know they try to they they try to fix their problems with other problems, and uh, and it's not working out. So then they kind of you know they want to change you know our mindsets. Okay, well we got this problem. What's going on? And we're talking about it. But then they kind of want to divert us from this problem. Well, don't think of that problem. I mean, we're over here now. There's here's <laughs> another problem. And then there's I mean it seems like we're bouncing from problem to problem. Hey, and, Brian, and, and trying. Yeah, can't right. I just bury my head in the sand and can you just quit bringing up <laughs> all the problems? Sorry. I'm finding that to be a problem. Hey, well, it's, I'm very negative. I'm sorry. I'm trying to let the sun's out. It's a beautiful day. It's, but you <laughs> see how they do this though. And then you bring it up and yeah. you're the one that's bringing, you're the one that's the negative guy. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm trying to bring people back to honest money where there's an asset based economy, where there's true value for value in an honest scenario. And now they're saying I'm the negative guy. Right. What? That's exactly How right. How does that all work? Well, you know, Kelly, what do you say to that? <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, they came up. That's where they came up with these decentralized things like Bitcoin and that. Well, Bitcoin now, I just thought it was below twenty thousand dollars, and now the problem they're having is that the price of fuel and energy has gone up so much, people have stopped mining Bitcoin. So, because they, they're losing money finding bitcoin right. so it has to go down and so there's not gonna be as many people are like well this weeds out some people but what's going to happen when all the bitcoins are mined who's going to you know run that and take care of all that it's just they just think there's this new thing that they've come up with that nobody's ever thought of so before. i have a question if i just go ahead and take more coal fire power plants offline so there's like less electricity won't that help the coins be more valuable Brian? Well, in California oh, but, now, they're putting them back on. <laughs> they have to go back to the hole because they don't have enough energy. But but I'm, I'm telling you, that, that that smoke coming out of that chimney, oh, oh, no, global. We've got some global effects of that. and Oh, no, we can't do that. And what about our green, green air and our, oh, oh, no, our green smoothie? I don't know. All I can tell you is Bitcoin and digital currencies, folks, digital currencies are nothing but a dumpster fire. I kid you not. <laughs> Nothing but a dumpster fire, ladies and gentlemen. However, there are NASDAQ correlations, so they've already backed it into your stock market. The two are tied together, never to be separated again. Think about that repercussion. Hang tight. For decades, leftists, liberals, socialists, and feminists have been screaming and crying, my body, my choice, in order to justify the premeditated murder of innocent children in the womb. However, this is a fallacious argument since science has proven and demonstrated that the baby has a separate set of DNA from the mother. If it's not your DNA, it's not your body. That is science, and you should trust the science. Remarkably, the same people who have been claiming my body, my choice for decades now want to force you to inject foreign substances into your body against your will. Obviously, they never cared about my body, my choice. They just wanted to control you and have permission to kill babies. I am Ammon Bundy, and when you elect me governor of Idaho, I will sign an executive order on day one of my governorship prohibiting abortion in the state of Idaho. 
because premeditated murder of the innocent should never be legal anywhere in the world, especially Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you better get your buckaroo calendars because I'm telling you right now, this economy's fixing to throw you off. <laughs> Kelly Finnegan with us, Brian Rust, RustCoinandGift.com with us. We're talking about the Honest Money Report on your radio. Norm Franz, gold is the money of kings, silver's the money of gentlemen. Barters, the money of peasants and debts, the money of slaves. Where do we fit on that uh, matrix, ladies and gentlemen? Sadly, we're slaves, true enough. Inflation now forces central bankers to ponder a global new normal, according to the New York Times. Now, Bitcoin has turned out to be a dumpster fire, ladies and gentlemen, along with all other digital currencies. That's why I told you don't dip your toe in the crypto. Now, massive liquidations, NASDAQ correlation, even the NASDAQ being drugged down by this folly that I warned you was nothing but fiat folly in the first place, folks. Got it? Wow, that's a lot of Fs. It's fantastic when you tell the truth, is it not? Now, listen, folks, to me very carefully. Everybody told me, hey, man, I got money invested in these digital currencies, Sam, and as soon as everything pays out, man, as soon as my, my, my boat comes in, then I'm going to donate a ton to this radio network so you guys can just grow, grow, grow. Kelly, now it's a dumpster fire. Do you want to respond? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, but it, it's, a, it's the newest get-rich-quick scheme, you know, and, and all these places now because they're all using these other cryptocurrencies to back their cryptocurrency, and when they all go down, it's just swirling around the drain. And so, yeah, it's just uh, – you know, like they said, like with, with precious metals, if you don't hold it, you can't hold it, you don't own it. Is the economy circling the drain, Brian? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, look at it. I mean, look what, I mean, it's just unreal. I mean, we talk about, you know, and, and I keep hearing, I mean, in, you know, bits and parts, I mean, they're they're kind of backtracking now, but it, they're for, for, you know, the last over the last number of months and years and so on. Oh, hey, don't worry. The economy's great. Things are looking up because things are great. This is our presidency. So things are great. Don't panic. Okay. Well, don't, they keep printing this propaganda crap that they think that we're going to just buy into and that we're not smart enough to, to you know, to make any decisions or just – and so and, – and they we, we kind of we, – we buy into it. I mean, it, it's crazy. You know the Fed will—they'll react at some point and 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 inject this fake money into the system, and at that point, you know, 
as it keeps going the way it is, it's too late. And it, and then we kind of say, well, oh well, that system also now, how how can they how can fake money save a system that is morally and financially bankrupt? That's what I ask. Well, you just got to believe it's the confidence game there, Kelly. <laughs> oh, that's it. Well, we have the appearance of wealth. You know, it looks like we have, you know, these new new cars and trucks and bigger houses and everything. But now it takes like two and a half jobs to be able to pay for that. Where it used to be, you know, my grandpa worked and he supported a family of six kids and everything. And But everything's got to be bigger and better. And, and we've got to have the wife working and then we've got to have a part-time gig on the side. So we have the appearance of wealth, but we don't have true wealth. And everybody... Used to be you had to put fifty at least fifty percent down on a house. Now you can get a house with nothing down. So yeah, <laughs> it's not there. Well, you gotta have nothing to get nothing. Now I got a microcosm economic interesting story for you that I think applies to the economy at large. I'll brief you on the story and then let's have Brian and Kelly extract from this. Here's the interesting deal. Headline says this. Um Bed Bath and Beyond. One of the first companies to stop selling Mike Lindell's MyPillow products. So Bed Bath & Beyond quit selling Mike Lindell's MyPillow products. Why? Because he challenged the 2020 elections. He said, hey, I'm challenging these um, things. I think it's a problem. And so we're going to dig into election fraud. Well, Bed Bath & Beyond dumped his MyPillow products. They say because he challenged the elections. We just can't have that. But now, now they're having to curb the air conditioning in their stores. Why? To compensate for slumping sales. That's according to a report from Bank of America, folks. Now, WND.com has the story, Art Moore, but here's a little more detail. The nationwide retailer's decision in January 2021 to quit selling Mike Lindell's products was met with a boycott. Somebody just boycotted the company saying, how dare you? Mike Lindell's a good guy. My pillow is great. But yet they shut down selling Mike Lindell's products. Then the boycott happened. Later that month now, Bed Bath & Beyond shares plunged. 36.4%. The biggest one-day loss since going public in June 1992, folks. The company began 2022 with a plan to already close 37 stores across 19 states. Well, there you have it. Now, earlier this month, Walmart quit selling Mike Lindell's products as well. Lindell says one of the largest banks moved to dump the nine businesses and charities that he has founded in the wake of the success of MyPillow. Uh, anyway, Bed Bath & Beyond says there's no orders to shut down air conditioning and reduce employees and hours and everything else. But analysts at Bank of America say, hey, they visit, they're visiting stores and they see mounting concerns that everybody's scaling back utilities, they're melting down, they're cutting hours, they're um, cranking up that, well, it's not cool in the stores, it's hotter than heck in the summer, shoppers are wanting to leave, and now they say more closures are expected, the analysts say. They've got price discounts up to 50% off on furniture and anything else, it seems like they're in a meltdown. Now, I think that's a microcosm for what's happening economically. Brian, then Kelly. 
Yeah, you know, I, I, I listen to this and so on, and it's it's kind of like this, you know, you pick on somebody or you throw out your your thoughts because you don't like what he's he's attempting to do, and he he has a a right to 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 his opinion and to to his his make those choices, which I think is great. I mean, that's that's what uh, America we should be living in can can do. So Mike Lindell should be able to do that. I I look I kind of look at this and say, okay. These big corporations, I mean, it seemed like here a couple years ago or a number of years ago, we'd read the fact of the CEO got a nice $8 million bonus for running his company into the ground. And is is that kind of what they're going for? You know, everybody else loses. But boy, the <laughs> CEO point. walks away with a, an $8 billion uh, or $8 million or billion, whatever it is, bonus because he did such a great job. Well, maybe. Maybe that's what we're – the rich get the, – these – Crooked people get rich, and the companies underneath them just tumble into the – and who cares about them, the destruction that happens on the other side. Now, the conservatives are the ones that have backed my pillow and Mike Lindell forever, and so in Bed Bath & Beyond, the liberal bastion shuts the that connection down. Hey, the conservatives decide they're going to boycott, and wow, they're paying the penalty, to say the least. Uh, what do you say, Kelly? Well, like they say, when you go woke, you go broke. And so that's exactly what, that's what's happening. I mean, you know, it, it's fine. If people have an opinion, that's great. If their product's good, I don't care what your opinion is, you know. Right. And, and that's fine. If Bed Bath & Beyond wants to do that and they want to take the high ground, that's great. But you better let your, your, your stockholders know that you're going to – what you're going to do to their money before you do it. You know, if somebody else owns you, you better get their consent for you to do that which I doubt they did. They're, they think they're taking the high ground, and and we can see, well, Disney's going the same route, you know, losing right. millions and millions of dollars. So, yeah, you go woke, you go broke. Um, Brian, now Walmart, they say earlier this month, Walmart discontinued Mike Lindell's MyPillow product at its stores. Now, I don't know that it'll take down Walmart. Walmart's a little too big for that. However... Uh, not too wise, in my opinion. Yeah, well, it's it's what where's where's the, the 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 free market? Basically, it's it's like if you've got a good product and people like the product, they're going to buy the product. If you have a if you have a restaurant and it's good food, we we like good food. We'll come and we'll eat it. Your, you know, and and uh, if it's not good, you, you people pretty well find out pretty quick, and it doesn't survive. And that's the way America was built. I mean, instead of this this agenda, well, if you don't like my agenda, if you if you can't let me go down and get my abortion or something like that, then you're a bad person. <laughs> okay, okay, you know. Well, we feel like you're killing people. Well, no, we we're not. It's my body. My. I mean, this the world's a mess because we've we've created these this monster of uh, agenda, woke agenda, and all this. That I mean. They asked the who was it the Supreme Judge. They asked her, "Well, what, are you a female?" Well, I'm not really a female. Well, what the heck are you? I mean, it's just simple, simple common sense. That's the kind of the two words that I've kind of been pushing out there lately to people. Just common sense. That's the two words I want to. Can't we live by common sense? I mean, it's not. If right's wrong, wrong's right. Well, and Satan's plan's kind of pushing his agenda right now. We see it. Yeah, then the question is, can you define woman? You get that, and can you define money and, and this kind of stuff? But I look at Walmart, and I say, you know what? 
Walmart's starting to, in my opinion, flirt with disaster because you can say, well, my pillow's not big enough to matter in the wide variety of products that Walmart has to offer. But you know what? Disney starts pushing this agenda. Walmart starts pushing this agenda. More and more companies start literally blatantly backing murder and abortion and transferring you know, people across state lines. And the conservatives are going to start to move to other places. They're going to gravitate with their money and their support. To different hey, nobody groups. thought Kmart could go down either. So, yeah, great I, point. I mean, what comes comes along goes along. So, I mean, it's you're getting, it's a big circle of life. All right, really quick before the end of the hour, Joe Rogan, the huge podcaster now on Spotify, he revealed that he would support Republican Governor Ron DeSantis for president until the 2024 presidential elections. Would you guys vote for Ron DeSantis, uh, Brian? I don't know yet. He says the way the governor stands on personal liberties, that's why he's doing it. Uh, and there you go. Well, first off, Ron's not even running, folks. What do you say, Kelly? <laughs> oh, I'd vote for him in a heartbeat. I mean, everything he he does, he stands up. He's not afraid to stand up to people. And it is about personal liberty. And that's what he's about. And, you know, if you don't like it, then go somewhere else. He, he He's exactly what we need. All I know is I'd vote for Kelly because he'd be the master chemist and he'd be up there <laughs> making fireworks right. for the whole nation. That's true. We could just have July 4th every a, single day, Brian. Put everybody into a euphoric trance. What do you that, think? Kelly? Every single day? What's Kelly? Just put everybody into a euphoric trance and just have them, you know, follow my every whim. <laughs> hypnotized go. by the president. The economy's <laughs> well, I, great. You know, I've got this friend and and, and uh, liquid gold. So my my vote might be put Kirk Crosby on the, the ballot because he has liquid gold. Now that's kind of a unique uh, uh, way to go about it. Yeah, I got a little advice. Don't drink it. <laughs> I think that's THC oil. Oh, don't that don't try it? this at home. It's not CD, CBD oil. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I'm telling you right now that I see themselves putting themselves in eventually. The Federal Reserve is going to program themselves into a corner is what we like to say in the IT world. They're going to get trapped and it's not going to be pretty. Prayers are with the nation. Honest money is the answer. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Brian. Hey, thanks, Sam. You're doing a great job. Happy July the 4th to all of you. RussQuinnandGift.com, ladies and gentlemen. Hour one of the can two coming up. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. This is the broadcast for June thirtieth in the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty-two. This is our two of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America the supreme law of the land as our guide. 
protecting life, liberty, and property. We the people need to get it done and stand together using the checks and balances to make America great again. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Ladies and gentlemen, I am just in awe uh, of this gentleman, Tom Jones. The run for freedom is on, baby. Why he's running 76 marathons in 76 days, you may ask. Well, unitedwithpledge.org is the answer. Building Liberty Village is the answer. Showing that you can never quit, right? Showing that you can always continue if you set your mind to it. That's the genius of the American way to say, you know what? We're not beat. We're not done. We're not giving up ever. Never. We will not quit. And Tom Jones has been doing that. He's literally been running 76 marathons in 76 days, ladies and gentlemen. He literally has three and a half marathons left. He's running today. He's running tomorrow. He's running Saturday. He's running Sunday. And on the 4th of July, he'll be able to rest and celebrate with America. 76 marathons completed in 76 days. Tom Jones, welcome back, sir. Hey, Sam. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing excellent. And you know what? I don't understand how you do this. I was talking to my wife about this. We went last week and uh, saw Tom again on the road and, and, and were able to spend a little bit of time with him at one of the events he was having. And, man, how does a person run 70 I'm sorry, run 26 miles every day for 76 days. And we get talking to Ryan and we find out you've upped the number and you're running more than that? Yeah, I've been running 28 miles a day for the past, I think, 35 days roughly, give or take a day. You know, because the founding fathers did the same thing. I wanted to do the same thing the founding fathers did. I wanted to I wanted to over-deliver. I wanted to go above and beyond the call and duty, and I felt compelled to do that because that's what they did. So let me ask you this question. Are you going to literally are you going to literally be able to just come in strong and sprint at the end? 100%. Make Folks, that a million is, percent. This is just beyond imagination. I just I can't really understand it because it's so extreme. It's so bold. It's just, it's the dedication that we've, if we have that kind of dedication, ladies and gentlemen, the run for freedom is on is what we're saying. If we have that kind of dedication that Tom has as Americans, there's nothing that can stop us, Tom. And that's exactly what we've had as Americans. And I think you did a really great job at articulating it uh, just before we started speaking is that throughout America's history, through challenging times, Americans have just refused to give up, give in, and, and, and quit. So they've been quit-proof, and, and I think that that's really the magic of it, as the Irish would say. V-to-V run, ladies and gentlemen, happening. Now, you're going to be running into Hurricane Utah Saturday morning for the groundbreaking of the Liberty Village in Hurricane uh, Utah. Many people are going to join for the final part of that run, uh, which is really neat. Thomas, you've done this. I know you've done this kind of stuff before. Is this time different, though? This time is very different. After the next four days, I'll have run 347 marathons in my lifetime for charitable causes. And uh, this one is probably the most special uh, and the most core that I've done because this deals with 
literally the foundation of who we are as Americans. Uh, it deals with our patriotism and the, and the country, America. So out of the 347 that I'll have done in my lifetime, these 76 are the most important of those. I want to talk about the feeling on the road and the feeling when people have kind of met up with you at these meetups, and these little events that you've been having all across the country. Um, there's a different feeling uh, that I can see about this one. The uh, Liberty Village that they're building, um, there's a spirit about it that I feel every time I'm involved with it. Tom? I feel I feel the same thing. It's, it's because we're patriots, we're true Americans, and this is the purest form of being American is to pass, pass the rich history of this nation on to future generations. And I can speak for myself, that's the real compelling feeling that we get. I mean, people ask me, why, why do you do this? Or I do this to get your attention so that I can share this wonderful feeling and this wonderful project with you as fellow Americans. The running is about getting attention uh, but when we get your attention with the running, we want you to feel the sense of commitment. We want you to understand the dedication. That's really what we need in America right now is commitment and dedication to the principles like you have had to the running each marathon day by day, steady as it goes, realizing that, you know what, when you have health issues along the way or problems with your knees or whatever the case may be, in America, we have problems. I mean, I can point to a ton of them in America. But I can also say, but wait a minute. We've got the principles. We've got the solutions. What we now need to do is just have this commitment, this dedication. In my mind, that's all we're really lacking when it, when it comes to the end of the day. We have the blueprint, Tom. 100%. And the thing that is astounding is, is that you would think that by now people would get the fact that the nature of life is challenged. Right. That's 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 what life is. Life is about overcoming problems. It's about overcoming challenge and getting to a better place. And that's just the that's the matrix that we live in as humans. So, you know, this is nothing different. It's just a, it's been under attack or in decline because it's been under attack for, you know, probably well over 20 years by a very small, very loud, very ungrateful group of people who want to insist on telling us what we should think, how what we should say, how we should act, and what our habits should be. And I think that you and I really said it almost simultaneously together the last time we were with one another. It's like, not on my watch, buddy. Amen to that. And I think that's the core. Now, I've tried to bring our listeners to some degree an up, you know, front row seat, if you will, uh, an upfront view of Tom Jones and his run for freedom. All right. Understand why he's running the 76 marathons in 76 days. UnitedWePledge.org, talking about uh, that incredible website and the effort behind it and everything else. But nobody's had a front row seat like our buddy Ryan Murtha, filmmaker with Tom Jones, who's with us as well. Ryan, tell me about this front row seat thing, man. It's got to be something. Oh, it's, it's amazing to see just the amount of dedication, the drive, the that true grit that Tom has because every single day we are up before the sun right around 4 a.m., sometimes a little earlier to make sure that we're able to get out there and that Tom can just go out and hit the pavement step by step 
until he gets each and every mile done over the 76 days. And that doesn't, and it doesn't matter if he's got toenails that are falling off or any of these other aches and pains. He's just so dedicated to this cause with V to V United, we pledge and just reigniting patriotism that he won't let anything distract him and make him lose his focus. Now, if I was on this trip, I might be tempted to think I got to quit. This is just, is it almost harder to watch Tom do it than it is to do it? You know, I know with my kids, for instance, it's harder for me to watch them be sick than it is for me to be sick, right? Or your spouse mm-hmm. or something like that. As you become great friends with Tom, and you know, when you go through these kind of um, harrowing but yet heroic experiences, oftentimes, uh, this happens in war too, you become like brothers to the point where, hey, they you forged this bond. Is it harder to watch Tom go through it almost? Yes and no, right? Because there's the moments where I see that, struggle that he's in and I'm like man I wish I could give him my feet my legs any of it but because he's got such a strong heart he just he just keeps going and to me it just it inspires me because I I can see that despite everything that gets thrown at him day in and day out he's quit proof he continues to push through uh, because he's dedicated to, to the mission at hand 76 days straight of marathons every single day have you thought about quitting at all ryan no not not at all i mean how can i even consider to quit when i sit in a car i mean yeah i'm running around filming and photography and all of the things that i have to do but how can i even think about quitting when i'm watching tom push himself through even harder things, the physicality, the mentality, everything. I can't even cross my mind just because of how inspiring he is because I'm there watching him day in and day out burning rubber on the road. Tom, I want to know, have you thought about quitting? Of course. You know, it's, it, it, it's always, you know, it, it's this chain reaction, right? Thoughts, words, actions, habits. So if I was to tell you that I didn't think about quitting, first of all, I wouldn't be human. Second of all, I'd be the biggest liar of all time. But, you know, the, there's a process that I use. It's, it's called w- worm. Witness, interdict, redirect, maintain. As all right, hold on. I, I want to come back. About... I want to come back on those terms. We've got a quick break. We'll come back on okay. that. And I, and, I, and I bring this up for a reason, which I'll get to in a second. Tom has thought about quitting. You want to know the difference? He's not getting into those thoughts. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact.
www.freedomfactor.com. We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at freedomfactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. Freedomfactor.org. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education, conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, my guests right now, Tom Jones and Ryan Murtha. Ryan Murtha is the videographer slash filmmaker with Tom Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Tom Jones, it, let's see, it's, it's hashtag quitproof1, is that right? Yes, it is. All right, at signer, hashtag quitproof1. One, ladies and gentlemen, the run for freedom is on. He's literally got about 100 miles to go to do one more show is the sign of the or the, the uh, lyrics of the song kind of a thing. Um, you mentioned this acronym about not quitting and what kind of drives you when you when you feel like quitting, which you felt everyone feels it. It's what you do with it that matters. And that's why I'm spending time on this. Uh, the acronym uh, that you put in place really helps drive your decisions. Right, Tom? hundred percent. And I think it's important that your listeners get something they can take away from it. And here's something very important. Everybody thinks about quitting. That is a normal thing. So I think about it too, but I have a witness or a sentinel in my mind that alerts me that I'm, I'm starting to think in a downward spiral. And as soon as I am alerted that I'm thinking about quitting or entering that downward spiral, Spiral, I interdict that uh, with a power statement like, no, I'm not going to do that. No way. That's not me. I got this easy day looking good, feeling good. Ought to be in Hollywood and start, you know, a positive mantra. And, and I redirect that thought into something positive, something empowering, something that keeps me going and gets me over that moment of wanting to quit. And then I maintain that positive direction, witness, interdict, redirect, maintain. So that's one of the tools that I use. As soon as I start feeling like quitting, I, I immediately reach and grab that tool and use it. And I think it's a great thing for everybody to learn. Witness, interdict. Redirect. Maintain. And maintain. 
ladies and gentlemen, use that mantra and it helps you through these things. And we want you to be successful, ladies and gentlemen. We want you to never quit in your personal life. You know what? On your marriages, you know, there's exceptions of abuse and things like that that are beyond our control. But you know what? On our marriages, on our children, on our parents, on each other, on our country, we want to never quit. On the hopes and dreams, uh, on the Liberty Village, on all the things that we're striving for, we want to have each other's backs. How much does Tom do this alone? Same as the founding fathers. I mean, that's what makes makes America great, is is that united we stand, divided we fall. And and that's, I mean, that's just in a nutshell. You want to know why you're living in the greatest country in the history of human beings? That's why. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom's the rock star. He's the front man. He's the quarterback, no doubt about it. But, Ryan, I want to talk a little bit about the team, though. It takes a team to make this happen. I understand that Tom is incredible. I understand that he's almost superhuman here. I understand his his will never quit kind of thing. Um, quit proof is 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 key. I get all that. His mind over matter is astonishing. But really, though, it it takes a team, Brian. Mm-hmm. No, a hundred percent. It's you've got you've got that the front man, and then you've got the team that helps keep him on course, right? So Tom is a powerhouse in a way I kind of consider him like a a cruise missile, right? He's got a mission. He's got a point to get to. And then myself, Nit, who's back at the RV, who does all the body work and makes sure that he's able to move and feeds him. And then the team back, back home, like we keep him uh, on that precise line to get him done. And last night, Tom and I sat down and we had a really good heart to heart interview where we were talking about making sure that, hey, here is the mission. I'm going to take over uh, making sure that you accomplish your at least 26.2 miles every single day. You trust me. I'll make sure that all you have to focus on is hitting the road. And I try to, as much as I can on the local level, load shed anything that he doesn't need to deal with so that way he has one singular focus, which is running those marathons. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something to behold. This is uh, really creating history, modern times creating history, uh, all towards the education of the American people, all towards understanding the sacrifice of the founders brought forward via the V2V run in modern times. Unitedwepledge.org for more details. Um, Now, Ryan, you've watched this thing, front row seat to say the least. Can you tell me the best video moment you've been able to capture one of the keys to the the, to the people that do this for a living is they're always alert always on target always ready to capture it where most of us miss it and go shoot i should have got a picture guys like ryan end up getting those shots what is the most riveting video piece you've taken any idea can you pull it out of your out of your hat i mean i think well one of the most i've got two riveting pieces that I've captured. One uh, piece of photography, we were in Texas and I was running nearby Tom and he took a break to just stretch over a railing. And I have this beautiful photo of him stretching with this beautiful golden grass in the background that I just absolutely love. I've got other ones with the sunlight just kind of blowing past him and just beautiful moments. And then imagery-wise, 
it, it's hard to specifically say video wise, but some of my most favorite things that I've captured are when I'm able to use my drone and get a beautiful image of Tom in his element. Here he is either very big or even very small surrounded by what is treacherous terrain at times. And here he is pushing through because he's got a mission and he has this team that is everything to him that helps make sure that he can accomplish that goal. Now, what I like about the first image that you talked about him stretching over this rail and you got the grass in the background, it's the serene vision of the struggle wrapped in the success we envision, Tom. That's why, in my mind, that's so riveting. Yeah, 100%. He, it, it's finding beauty and pain and, and in struggle and capturing that so that way you can look back at that image and say, oh, wow, I remember that. In the current day and age, we have our phones and, and all that, and we're capturing so many pictures that we kind of forget about stuff. But when you capture those special moments, it helps bring you back to that moment in time and continue to push you forward, you know? All right, Ryan and then Tom, we're about out of time. What do you want America to know? If you could say one thing to America as you guys wrap up this ran, run, you cover the next uh, 100 miles, you're going to finish, you're going to be successful, you're going to conquer. What do you want to tell America, Ryan? I would say look to your neighbor. Put out a hand, right? We're in a time where people are constantly fighting. But remember, at the end of the day, we are all individuals. We are all Americans and that we need to look to our left and to our right and come together as a community so that way we can all survive and grow and learn from our past to not make those same mistakes and make a better future for our families, our children, and then to the future immigrants that will come to this great nation. Tom, same question to you. What do you want to tell America as you, you crank out the last um, three and a half marathons or whatever, about 100 miles, but as you, as you close in on success, what do you want to tell America? I would just I would quote the great Bob Marley: "Life's a struggle, but you never give in." He's going to quote Bob Marley: "Life's a struggle." He also <laughs> said, "You're going to have to serve somebody." And man, yeah, the oh, yeah. a hard master, isn't it? You bet. If you want to listen, if you want to do something great, get outside of yourself and serve somebody else. Uh, you know, because I was asked recently in an article, "What's the, what's the most thing that's what's the most powerful thing I've learned out of the 347 marathons I've run in my life for charity?" And I said straight out, it's better to give than to receive. It truly is. And you're going to have to serve somebody wisely, points out Bob Marley. So the question is, who are you going to serve? I point to your fellow man and your God, ladies and gentlemen. That's where it starts, and that's what America is all about. That's the light on the hill idea. America can be this beacon. Right. And Tom Jones's V2V run really, uh, in my opinion, is a microcosm of America's story. And it's going to end with success coming up here in a couple of days, and I believe that's the future of America, too, Tom. Yeah, I do, too. And real quick, I want to thank Balance of Nature for everything they've done to make it happen, Finley Subaru and, and, and other companies like that who are real patriots and really get behind it. So, again, it's that team thing. And same to you, Sam. You know, without you and people like you, we can't get the word out. So, you know, let's go back to the – let's do really quick, and I know you're almost out of time, but – it's a team thing, and that's what America is all about. And I think we, that's what we keep trying to remind people is, is like, hey, America is so different than everywhere else because it's a team thing. It's a united thing. 
it's it's like we said united we stand and that's the that is has been the mantra of america since day one and it will be the mantra that keeps america america we'll be there saturday to welcome you my friend to the new american village called liberty village groundbreaking on saturday we're all going to be there to welcome tom jones 76 marathons in 76 days the guys quit proof Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Speaking at the NATO summit in Madrid, Spain last hour, President Biden said no matter how much it costs, the United States will continue to finance the Ukraine war effort. We are going to support Ukraine as long as it takes. Look at the impact that the war on Ukraine has had on Russia. They've had to renege on their national debt for the first time since the beginning, almost well over 100 years. They've lost 15 years of the gains they made in terms of their economy. Inflation is rising at the fastest rate in decades as the Fed moves aggressively to contain it. Numbers released today by the government indicate prices for goods and services rose 0.6% last month, or 6.3% from the previous year. Two months ago, the figures were 0.2% and 6.3% respectively. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-478-7733. 800-478-7733. NATO is welcoming Sweden and Finland to the force. NATO's leader Jan Stoltenberg says we need to keep an eye on China. Uh, China is not an adversary, but of course we need to take into account the consequences of our security when we see China investing heavily in new military capabilities, long-range missiles, uh, nuclear weapons. A gun shop business is being sued in court for selling a gun that was used in a mass shooting. The parents of a teenager wounded during a mass shooting at Oxford High School in Michigan are suing the shop that sold the handgun used to kill four students and injure six other people. The federal complaint filed on behalf of Matthew and Mary Mueller accuses Acme Shooting Goods LLC of negligently or unlawfully supplying the gun through a straw sale. Authorities have said James Crumbly bought the 9mm semi-automatic handgun used in the November 30th shooting as an early Christmas gift for his 15-year-old son, Ethan. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. USA Radio News. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. 
All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now, Tom Jones, to me, is a marvel. The guy's just, wow, I don't understand how you can do that. Look, folks, I, I see the guy. He's a prize fighter. He's been an extreme athlete. So, you know, he's beat up on one hand, right? When you look at him and you just go, man, the guy's been through it. But at the same time, you go, the guy's tough as nails. He's 59 years old, folks. And he's running 76 marathons in 76 days. And he's only got like three and a half marathons left. He finishes today. He runs Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and he's done. Right before the 4th of July, the celebration of the greatest nation on the face of the earth. It's a celebration for all Americans, ladies and gentlemen. We're all God's children. We're all celebrated together. We're all grateful for the blessings of America. We're sad for the mistakes that she's made along the way. We want to make sure that we highlight them so we never repeat the negatives. But, man, what a blessing this is. And Tom Jones, at sign or hashtag quitproof1. The run for freedom is on. Unitedwepledge.org. Now, listen, they're not paying me to promote this, folks. I'm doing it because I find it all-inspiring. All right? And I wanted to bring up that it's a team thing. Because I really believe that. Tom is the front man, no doubt about it, in this V2V run. And what an inspiration that is. But you know what? It takes Ryan. It takes the guy feeding Tom and providing the herbs and the uh, you know, different things that he needs to take care of his body. It's people like us on the radio to tell the story. And I'm not trying to get credit myself. I'm just saying it takes all of us. And the reason that I highlight this, folks, is America is a team thing, too. You got it? And I really like this worm principle. W-I-R-M. Okay, this principle, this acronym, WORM, W-I-R-M, which stands for witness, plus interdict, plus redirect, plus maintain. Right? This is critical to understand how Tom does this. He controls his mind to do that. Now, let me see if I can do this here. Um, I want you to look up what interdict means, Cameron. Can you do that? Look up what interdict means in, in, in the whatever, Google or wherever. I'm going to talk about witness for a second. You witness to yourself. God loves me. I am a child of God. I am a son or daughter of God Almighty. I've got godly heritage. And God loves America. The founders highlighted this undebatable truth. How do you expect a nation to rise without God's aid when he keeps track of the sparrows and the birds? And you know what? They don't worry about their next meal. They trust that God will provide it. Ought we trust in the same? So if a nation is going to rise, it's going to be with God's hand, God's aid. The founders highlighted this over and over again. Well, it's true for us now. So I witness to you that liberty... <clears throat> is ours, but only if we obey the Father, the author of our liberty. All right? Interdict means a lot of things, but I'll tell you what it means in this context. It means to disrupt. So the negative thoughts are happening. Man, America's over. The fat lady's already sung. Evil, evil is everywhere, right? So I got to uh, interdict. I've got to say, wait a minute, hold on. I'm not going down that road. I don't believe that. I'm going to go back to my witness. 
I'm going to know that God's in his heavens and he cares about me. And he's, he's the author of my liberty and I need to turn to him. I'm going to interdict. I'm going to get in the middle of that negative thinking and turn it around and focus on my witness. I'm going to interdict. Then I'm going to redirect my thoughts. So now that I've halted or interdict, I'm going to redirect my thoughts to George Washington's vision where he sees that we win in the end. Literally, the children of God on the earth are joined by angels from heaven to beat evil, right? This struggle between good and evil started with the war in heaven and continues on the earth today. So I'm going to witness to that fact. I'm going to interdict and halt the negative thinking. I'm going to add to that redirection and direct my thoughts towards Tom Jones and his quit proof one message and Tom Jones and his success and Ryan who stands by him and watches this thing through a lens and says, man, I never want to give up. I'm so inspired by this guy and the efforts being made in the sacrifice on the altar of Liberty that man, I, I, wow, I want to direct my thoughts to that. And then I'm going to maintain. What does maintain mean? Well, I'll give you an example of being able to maintain. We've been doing this radio show for 25 years, nationally syndicated, celebrated last year. We're in our 26th year of broadcasting, uh, um, syndicated, if you will. Now, is that maintaining? I think it is. And in the morning time when it's super hard to get up, when I've been up all night with kids and the flu or kids and this and that or whatever it is that I'm doing, right? Grandma, grandpa, whatever, taking care of people, doing things at the hospital all night with grandma or whatever I'm doing. And then the show comes, time to get up, man. Wait a minute, I've only been in bed for an hour and a half. Do you get up? Do you maintain? Or do you go, oh, I got to skip today? Now, I'm not saying there's never a day that I've skipped. I am human. But I want you to understand that it's all about this incredible acronym, WIRM, W-I-R-M. I witnessed myself and I said, you're on God's errand, Sam, get up. I interdict and say, I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to get up. I'm going to walk. I'm going to get a drink. I'm going to turn on the lights. I'm going to go out and breathe some fresh, cool mountain air. I'm going to, and I interdict. And then I redirect and I direct my thoughts to, you know what? This radio program matters. Well, Sam, you don't speak to enough people. The naysayers jeer. Sam, you're preaching to the choir. They jeer. You know what my response is? I'm going to witness. I'm on God's errand. I'll say it again. I feel it in my bones. I'm going to interdict the negative thoughts and the negative stuff coming at me and say, I don't believe that. I believe in George Washington's vision. I'm helping America be a light on a hill. I may have a tiny part. Some people say, yes, I have it so microscopic. We can't even see it. I know. Don't care. By small things, God accomplishes great things. So see how I'm redirecting my thoughts? And then I'm going to maintain. I'm going to get up and I'm going to do the show. And then I'm going to say, you know what? Next time I'm tired, I'm going to think about that. And I look to the past as I live in the present. And I build the future. I say, last time I was this tired, I got up and I got her done. I can do it again. And up, up I go. Redirecting my thoughts to things that matter most, to things that inspire me. And I say, you know what? I'm trying to get out of bed to do the radio broadcast, to do my little teeny part for America. But, man, the founding fathers, you got General John Glover out there in the ice-filled rivers, huge blocks of ice that could sink them in a minute, cold as all get out, freezing toes, no clothes, no food, no nothing. 
and that yet they're on their mission. They're quit-proof too, aren't they? And so, ladies and gentlemen, it's all about being quit-proof. It's all about Tom Jones and his example. It's all about using that example to then say, hey, it's a team thing, baby, and I'm on the team. Think about that. I, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, virtual nobody. I'm on the team, man. I'm on God's team, first of all. Secondly, I'm on America's team. Man, could there be two better winning teams than that? I'm on my family team, the Sam Bushman family. Sam and Julie Bushman family team. That's what team I'm on, right, with my kids and grandkids. I'm on that team. So I'm on the God family and country team, baby. So when you get discouraged, when you think your life doesn't matter, when you think your involvement or your participation or your I always go watch it. It's a Wonderful Life, and I watch George Bailey, and, and it kind of always puts things in perspective for me. Uh, you know, you can be grateful for the things that you have, and you can realize your place in it, and you can do your best, or you can look at it kind of wrong and say, man, there's no value here. But I, I like to redirect my thinking. I like to interdict the negative thoughts. I like to witness to myself, and then I like to maintain, and I like to, to see others do that. And so I'm on the greatest teams ever. On this earth, I believe God, my Father in heaven, put me on the earth at this time to accomplish what I'm doing right now. And I don't fix the world by three o'clock, folks. It doesn't hinge on me. I just do my little part. But you know what? Like the sands of the sea, little teeny parts make up the beach. Right? And the fish or the whatever you want to say, the, the uh, what are they called? Stars? What are those things called? What are those called? Cameron, they're on the ocean. They're like a star. They're on the beach or whatever. Starfish, yeah, that's what they're called. A starfish, you know, people are throwing them back in the water and people are saying, hey, that won't make a difference. There's too many of them. And somebody else says, yeah, but it made a difference for that one. See, that kind of an attitude that I want to have, the kind of viewpoint that I want to take, that's who I want to be. I want to be the positive thinker. When you get done with this broadcast, I want you to feel inspired and encouraged. I want you to take courage and I want you to have hope in God and in family, and in country, the things that matter the most. And I want to be quit-proof like Tom when it comes to these things. You want to help me? God bless you. Quick pause. Final segment in seconds on your radio. In message one, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8:44, gave the left evil, spiritual power, the more they used the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him, the beast, his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note, one, that behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note two, Henry Ford was a capitalist and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present day end time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the new Jerusalem, Revelation 21. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. 
Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. There's so much to cover in the news and so much to talk about. And a lot of it's just so negative, as you well know. And after talking to Tom Jones and, and, and um, Ryan for the first uh, bit of the broadcast, I just couldn't bring up the negative news stories. There's so many of them. And I, and I just don't even know how to respond because I don't want to go to the negative news. Right? It's the kickoff of an extended 4th of July weekend. And I want to be positive, right? I want to be cheerful and I want to have hope and I want to, and so I'm like, how do I find stories that'll help me do that, you know? Well, I don't know if you know about this, folks. But did you know that there is a website called goodnewsnetwork.org? Huh? Did you know there's goodnewsnetwork.org? It's a cool website, and it focuses on just great news stuff. And this, again, is inspiring. It's a team thing, remember, folks, right? But I bring this up because it really shows how we can make a difference. Individuals working together, right? goodnewsnetwork.org is a tremendous website. And I want to thank the people that produced it. But they've got three stories that I think round out the hour nicely that just cheer me up, that just give me hope, that make me go, yeah. Okay, now, the environmentalists all want to just have government destroy everything regarding the environment because the world's melting down and the sky is falling and Chicken Little's center stage and all this stuff, right? And I reject all that. It's bogus. We don't need government to do all that. That's not government's role, responsibility, and it's not the truth. Okay? However, the environment is important. God gave us the earth, and he's asked us to be good stewards of the earth and take great care. Right? I mean, I think hearing about Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden kind of highlights the point about our responsibilities and what God wants us to do. Anyway, I bring that up because this next story gives me hope. Here's the headline. He planted a giant sequoia, you know, those huge trees so big that you can't even get your arms around. You take you and your whole family and everybody links hands and tries to surround the tree and it's still bigger than everybody's, right? A giant sequoia. So he planted a giant sequoia in the UK. What was his goal? To offset his carbon footprint. I don't really believe in offsetting the carbon footprint because I don't believe that we need to look at humans as negative. And that their impact on the um, 
earth is negative. I don't believe that. I think some of our impact is negative when we're not being responsible or doing our best. But God gave us the earth. Anyway, so we don't need to offset our carbon footprint necessarily. But we do need to plant trees. He said to offset his carbon footprint for life. I think we should do responsible things that can help us take care of the earth. And then it says, and he planted 700 more to make a forest. And the reason that this is such good news to me, and the reason that I like this story so much is because it highlights the solution. I'm not here to debate my carbon footprint or how big or small it is and who gauges that and somebody controls me or prevents me from doing this or that or whatever, all on this altar that, hey, we've got to be in fear because the sky is falling. No, I trust God, family, and country more than that. But I do believe that planting trees is one of the great solutions. And we've had on uh, some gentlemen like David and others from um, the, the tree archive or whatever, where they're bringing forward and planting new sequoias and new uh, redwood trees and you know how it brings water to the location where you plant them. The earth channels water to these trees that need this um, life-saving uh, nutrient, you know, whatever. Um, and, and how valuable that is and how uh, if we plant enough of these trees, it can really work on the carbon dioxide oxygen exchange discussion and how it can really make it. See, I like that because it's solution-oriented. It's actually something that I can do. It's actually something that I can participate in, right? So I think it's really cool. All right, I've got several more stories that I want to highlight. The second one, in addition, he planted a giant sequoia tree, and he planted 700 more to create a forest. I think we ought to take a page out of that, you know, solutions book. We can plant trees, too, and do good things for the environment. We can live slimmer and not waste and not, right? There's things we can do that are common sense that make sense. We should do them. All right. Smell of desert rain. Scientists now say may be good for health. Uh, and I was talking to a, a friend of mine who rides a motorcycle. And he was riding a motorcycle and it started to rain. And I said, man, how, uh, do you want to ride your bike in the rain? He goes, it's not my favorite thing, but I'm glad that I can be cautious, that I got all my gear, that I've got new tires that are, that are you know, good tread and everything. I'm, I'm in good shape. I'll just be really careful. And then he said, but I love the smell of the rain when I'm riding my motorcycle. It cheers me up. It gives me hope. It gives me courage. It inspires me. And now they're saying it may be good for your health. This is, again, goodnewsnetwork.org bringing this to their attention. Now you got people planting trees. you got the smell of desert rain may improve your health. Now listen to this one. Eating oily fish like salmon may cut risk of developing Alzheimer's by 50%. Ain't that cool? Eating a oily fish like salmon might reduce your risk. They're studying it now. They need more studies. They say that their studies show that it's true, but they want more evidence, more information, more research. I just think that's encouraging. That's hopeful. That's exciting. That gives me hope for the future. All right, here's the last one that reminds me of Tom Jones like nobody's business. It reminds me of dedicated Americans that are really making a difference. Here's the headline. Dedicated volunteer works in charity shop. Now listen to this. Despite four-hour commute. 
So now this guy works in this charity shop as a volunteer. He's got a four-hour commute, and he keeps doing it, right? But you ready for the rest? The guy's 100 years old, people. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Do you understand that all what I'm saying? Dedicated volunteer works in charity shop despite four-hour commute, and he's 100-plus years old. That guy's like a Tom Jones kind of a guy, isn't he? This guy's throwing down like nobody's business. You see, the two great commandments, folks, are love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, might, and soul. Or some say heart, might, mind, and strength. I support all of it, right? And then love thy neighbor as thyself. And I look at this, Tom Jones running for liberty. <clears throat> and I look at the crew, the unitedwepledge.org crew building this Liberty Village. And I look at the people around me and the dedication, and then I read stories like this. This guy says, I want to care for the earth that God's given us, so I'm going to plant a tree. Then I'm going to work on planting 700 more for a forest. We learn that the smell of desert rain may be good for your health. We learn that eating oily fish like salmon might chop your Alzheimer's risk in half. We learn that a dedicated volunteer works at a charity shop with a four-hour commute guy's a hundred plus years old man and we learn all this from some people some people that put together what's this thing called good news network right and i think about all the work and then i think about liberty roundtable live and i think about my efforts and i think about uh, the Loving Liberty Radio Network and uh, Kathy Smith and Bert Smith's efforts and those people that have built that incredible network. And then I think of the Brighteon people, Brighteon TV, you know, Bob Denny and his crew doing a phenomenal job over there. And I think of Mike Adams and Alan Keyes, the founders, and I, I go, wow. Then they do the TV and they do radio. I think of the, the efforts of Sheriff Richard Mack and the CSPOA. I think of the efforts of Cameron and all the people in our studios and Kathy Smith, the, the one that had the dream and made it all possible for these things. And I just look at it and go, man, I'm surrounded by the best people ever. I am surrounded with hope and courage and encouragement and dedication and humility and sacrifice and love and peace and prosperity and stability and Man, I'm just in awe of those around me and all that they're accomplishing. And I get to be part of it. Can you imagine that, folks? So when you get discouraged, when you get negative, when you get, some might even get suicidal. Remember who you are. You have a godly heritage, my brothers and sisters. I esteem you as brothers and sisters. We're all God's children. And we have this godly heritage as the literal offspring of God, says the Bible. We are his spirit children. And we then partner with God Almighty physically to bring children to the earth to give them this wonderful experience to learn to use their agency wisely, to learn to choose good over evil, to learn to choose right over wrong, to learn these two great commandments to serve the Lord thy God and to have no other gods before me. You see how those two great commandments lead into the Ten Commandments? 12 incredible guidelines for success, stability, safety, prosperity, and blessings. It is about God, family, and country. But love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, might, mind, and strength. 
and then love thy neighbor as thyself. And so as we reach out to one another, as we try to make the world a better place in every way we possibly can, we look at guys like Tom Jones. We look at people like George Washington. We look at people, uh, this volunteer that works in a, uh, a charity shop that literally, ladies and gentlemen, has a four-hour commute and is over 100 years old but keeps rolling, keeps on it. Think of the founding father's sacrifice. Think of the sacrifice of the people that are building Liberty Village now. Think of the sacrifices of all the people around you that you know that, that can inspire you and take courage. And know that the two great commandments combined with the Ten Commandments are designed to heal. To heal us individually. To heal us as families. And to heal us as a country. And following the Prince of Peace is the clear way for stability for success, for comfort, for strength, for hope. So let's look to the past successes. As we live in the present and as we forge the future, let's do so with willing hands and humble hearts and dedicated minds. Let's be hashtag quit proof one like Tom Jones. Let's be like George Washington and say no king but King Jesus. Let's stand like those around us for God, family, and country. Many who don't even get credit, but they quietly serve God and their fellow men. They say the meek shall inherit the earth. My prayers that we're with them when we do. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Hopefully it was educational. Happy extended 4th of July weekend. God bless every one of you. Take courage, take heart, and take hope for the future of the greatest country on the face of the earth. After all, we declare this nation shall endure. LovingLiberty.net. God save the Republic of the United States of America.